Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we chill with Mike Clemens here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Mike, how was the first day of mandatory OTAs? Josh Jones in the 24 now. Yeah, and I asked him why, and he said, because it's 2019. And he just shrugged his shoulders and smiled and said, yeah, I just want to do something different, fresh. So he's trying to turn a page. I think he's trying to turn a page and get out the hell out of Green Bay is what he's trying to do. Um, beautiful day for practice. Josh uh, on the sidelines in his jersey and his gold pants, no helmet. And then later, Brian Goodikins, the GM, actually came over and talked to us uh, briefly and said he's got a hamstring. Uh, you know, and He actually has two of them. Yeah. <laughs> And he said, you know, there's been good communication, and, uh, well, you know, do do you think at some point, though, you're going to deal him? Well, you know, we'll do whatever is best for the team. So I'll tell you, here's what what they did. He sat out the OTAs. He apparently did keep in contact with coaches. Uh, Clearly he's upset about the fact that the team spent the offseason and brought in a free agent from the Bears and Adrian Amos, and then they turn around and they got it in the draft, and in the first round, they take Darnell Savage out of Maryland. You know, speedy, and he's like, this is my third year. You traded out HaHa Clinton Dix, a guy I was looking up to, a former first-round pick. Um, this should be my year where I got one of those two safety spots. He came out of North Carolina State, and the night he got drafted in the second round, and Ted was still the GM, they brought down who out of that whole staff? Brian Gutekinst down, because that used to be his territory out in the southeast, and his guys uh, out in the southeast said, you got to look at this kid because he's very versatile, and he's, he's got great energy and all that. He just doesn't get it when it comes to the coverages. He makes too many visits. He, gave a, he had like two blown coverages in that game we were down in Chicago covering the Bears, and they got two touchdowns. So at the end of the day, he's gone through Dom Capers and now Mike Patton, who don't trust this guy uh, when it comes to being the last man at safety. Uh, he's played some special teams. You know, he flies around the field, but his head is never in the right place. So he skips the OTAs, and he justifies it by saying, uh, because he's just had a baby daughter, he's got two kids now under the age of two, so he's trying to be a family man. And you tell me, you listen to this back and forth for a, a Packer, a guy in a Packer locker room, talking to the media, how long is this guy going to be in Green Bay? Listen to this. I mean, according to you know NFLPA rules, you can't, there is no... What can what harm can be done for missing? I'm just wondering if to not the, come into voluntary work. The, the, the inability to compete for a job. Compete? I've been compete. I've been compete. I've been competing since day one. I got here. Y'all remember that? Y'all was out here at OTAs my, my rookie year. Y'all was in training camp my rookie year. Correct? Am I am I right? So all right. It's the NFL. You got to compete every year for a job. Don't you? Of course, of course, and I've been doing that. But just not this spring. I guess is what I haven't been here. Right. So what are you talking about? That's what I'm did, did you not just hear? Did you not just hear what I said? Why? Why I wasn't here? Yes. All right then. And am I dealing with a hamstring? You you heard that news, correct? So if I was able to practice, 
I will be out there because I'm here. I'm present, correct? Aren't you talking to me right now? All right, then. Okay, so Josh Jones is angry uh, at you all, which is fine. How did he hurt his hamstring? I, well, they didn't say. And he didn't say either? <laughs> no, he's been working out in Florida. But, uh, no, he's, he's, got a, he's got a mild hamstring. Would you say that his opinion of himself is inflated? You know, if the guy understood defenses, he could probably be a hell of a football player because he's got cocky, he's swagger, I, you know, he's, and he seems to be liked or accepted in the locker room. But he's obviously he's not on the same page when it comes to coverages. And at the end of the day, nobody, you know, everyone's kind of taking a step back from him. Um, and no one's pounding on the table around here to say, uh, "Oh God, we we can't imagine life without Josh Jones." And he doesn't want to come the next become the next Jared Bush, you know, full time special teams player. So I honestly think that they have sat him down with his agent. They're going to do this calmly, and and he's he speaks highly of Goody. Like he 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 said, you know, Goody's. We he says our defense has failed the last couple of years, and so Goody's just trying to make the team better, and that's fine. And uh, and then when you say, well, you know, do you want out of Green Bay? That's not for me to decide. You know, all those. So they've got him on track now as to how they're going to play this out. But he's letting you know he wants out. You know, which is fine. I mean, they've got a couple and, and, guys. And, yeah. Yeah. They're what they're trying to say is now watch what you say because other teams are watching. Correct. And, mm-hmm. and so how you handle the situation, then you know you can get to another team like the Redskins yeah. or like the Bears, just like HaHa Clinton Dix did. And here's how you play it, and we'll back you up, and we're going to showcase you, and someone's going to call, and they're going to want to take a look at you. And then, we'll, you know, we'll get a conditional pick for you, and, and you'll have your way. Because Darnell Savage looks pretty damn good out there. And Raven yeah. Green is, has been pumping iron and, and all so that. And who knows? Maybe there's somebody else we can bring up. Let me ask Someone. you this, Mike. How is, um, how is Aaron Rodgers and that offense doing? Does it, does it feel like they're getting everything? They're on the same page with LaFleur and the receivers and all that stuff? You know, uh, yeah. Aaron's, Aaron threw some darts today. He did. You know. Yeah, he looks fine. But they'll do some of that L.A. Rams stuff where they break the huddle and run to the line, and mm-hmm. you're supposed to snap the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And then Aaron goes, wait. And then he'll start looking, and he'll shift a guy, which totally defeats the purpose of the play. You know, you see, like, Bakhtiari looking at like, what are we doing? I thought, <laughs> I thought this was quick snap. Or you'll see Aaron... And they'll have a jumbo formation on the far left, and he'll roll to the right. And what does he does? You know, he uses those feet. Look, 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 all the way to the sideline instead of get rid of the ball before you cross the hash line. Get rid of the ball before you cross the line behind the right tackle. And you know, he's just take it all the way to the sideline. Look, 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 and then force it into the to the end zone, and you know, and try and hit a guy that's in a passing lane. So it's, he's still Aaron Rodgers. But I, you know, I think he buys in. I think he likes that. There's a lot of new tools for him to play with and and to play now. So let's talk about uh, the receiver situation. Sure, go ahead. Devonte Adams, that's his guy now. Mm-hmm. And everybody talking him up and about how Devonte can beat anybody in this league, even if they double team him and jam him. How Devonte's moves are, you know, they need to spend more time on TV showing just how great this guy is breaking away from double teams. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, you've got Geronimo Allison back out there. And then who's the number three guy? Is it Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who blows past Savage, you know, one-on-one? I mean, how, is he a 4-2? I mean, MVS, man, when he gets going downfield at 6-4, whew, or is it Equinemia St. Brown with the big hands over the middle? 
Is it is Jermon Moore making any progress? And Aaron Rodgers asked about who's you know who's the next guy out there right. that, after Devontae, mm-hmm. and he talked about the Warhawk from UW Whitewater. Of course, you know what you're doing, and you're in the right spot at the right time, and you don't make repeat mental mistakes. And that is not who Jake Kumar is. He is an extremely intelligent guy who's in the right place at the right time. He makes contested catches. He makes the plays that are there, and he does little things. Like I'm always, you know, heart, I'm always applauding in an overt way to let the other guys know this is this is how you practice. He made a catch. You guys were there a couple of days ago in the back of the end zone, and he made a supernatural uh, toe drag. It's just something that a lot of guys don't do. They might just you know, one to it real quick and kind of run out of the back of the end zone, but he one two toe drag. Just little things like that that he does, I think almost innately, that separates him from a guy you might not trust as much because you know the guy's going to do it right. He's going to always be in the right spot. He knows what he's doing all the time and what the other guys are doing. And then when he gets a chance to make plays, he makes plays. And he does it in a super classy, understated way. So he's in a battle. Kumaro's in a battle with Trevor Davis, who's who's back after a bad year with hamstrings, who's got you know still got kick returner or punt returner potential, and has made some nice catches. Those two guys, I would think Jamon Moore would be the guy out, but right. those two guys mm-hmm. might be battling for the fifth or sixth spot at wide receiver. He's, he says classy way, Mike. Now it, you cover this team, embedded green and gold football reporter, embedded, top embedded. reporter that you can find uh, in covering this team. Now, he said he does it in a classy way. Now, Mike, I I could have completely forgotten this, and this could be misremembering, but didn't Jake Kumro hurt himself diving into the end zone, celebrating a touchdown that he had in a preseason a game? Somersault in a damn preseason game. Okay, all right, cool. I just, want, I just, classy way, just wanted to make sure. Cla- it was a really classy, classy way, though. Way. A big, classy dumbass s- move. And, and, and Jake <laughs> Jake would say later on, like, no, no, I had to do that to get in the end zone. Like, no, Jake, I've looked at this four different angles. There's no reason. <laughs> Mike, no, he didn't Mike, need more that. and more, I feel like it's the same Aaron Rodgers. It is. Well, it is. He's looking for the next Jordy. That's what he's looking for. The next Randall. There's just a guy that he wants to, 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 to some sort of example. He's 27 years old. and he's So, Jamon Moore is fighting an uphill battle. Like, he's still not catching the ball. And, you know, and at tight end, um, Jimmy Graham drops some footballs to make you a head scratch. Um, and that's a weird, that tight end position is so weird because you got Mercedes Lewis, who's not here because of college. Mm-hmm. He's finishing, he's 35, 36 years old. Yeah. And so he's not here. Good and for then, him for getting yeah. his degree, though. Yeah. yeah, I know that, but I'm, I'm here to get a damn football team on the field. And so you got two mm-hmm. old guys, and then you got Robert Tanyan and Jay Sternberger, who they just signed. So you got, yeah. like, there's no five year guy in the middle there at tight end. So that makes that position really weird. And one last quick thing I want to talk about is that as back on defense, as yes. defensive end, yeah. or as it's a corner. Yeah. So it's, you know, you'd think, I mean, if you look at your Arlad's depth chart, they say Kevin King and Jair Alexander. Right. And we know Jair is the real deal. Right. They, you know, but Kevin King, he's like 50-50. Sometimes he's got his helmet off and he's not participating. And I don't know if there's some sort of injury there. You see 37, Josh Jackson, the second-year pick from last year. He's in the mix in there. Kadar Holman is the kid they picked up this year in the sixth round and from Toledo. Uh, Natrell Jamison, that, that's the former Badger, right? Yes. You know? mm-hmm. He's still got Tremont out there. Mm-hmm. You know who took a bunch of these reps today with the first-team defense at right corner, snap after snap after snap? Tony Brown. The guy they picked up last year from the Chargers. He's made knucklehead mistakes last year at the end of last season, and, if we remember correctly. Off- 
Yeah, but you know, the whole thing is this. When's the last time this team got all the way through a season with the two starting corners? Never. Been in a while. It's when yeah. they went to the Super Bowl yeah, with Tremont and Sam Shields. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, after that, after that, they haven't had two starting corners make it through the season. Mm-hmm. So I asked that of Mike Penn. I said, what is, is this? For, you know, remember you had uh, Ladarius Gunther out there and Josh Hawkins in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. They were dropping like flies. So I asked Mike Penn today, you know, even before you game here, it's been a long time since you had two corners that actually made it through the grind of a 16-game season. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to find guys that maybe are more physical that can get through at least November? Just goes without saying. I mean, you want your starters to, to be your starters throughout, but at the same time, knowing this is this is the NFL and, and injuries occur, and whether it's been you know bad luck here for whatever the reason is, I think it's critical that that you have depth, uh, and that's probably the most important position to have depth because it's you know as a wise coach said long ago that you know the two places you get beat the fastest are quarterback and cornerback, and you you just can't have enough, and it's evidenced by. You know, how, how many total, how many defensive backs we played last year? I know it was well into the teens. Uh, certainly never would have thought that going into last year. But, uh, you know, that's part of it. And, and you hope we, we prepare our guys physically that, that they can hold up throughout the year. And, and we're, uh, we're optimistic that that'll be the case this year. But we're, we're, we're always going to be, you know, look at, looking for depth there. Okay. Hey, uh, Clemens, I saw Ryan Wood uh, tweet out earlier that Ted Thompson was in attendance today. Oh, my. How about he was. He was there for the first half of practice and visiting just like Ron Wolf used to, you know, and and seemed to be okay and said hello to a couple folks, so it was good to see him out there. And we both agree that there's no way Ted would have had the same presser that Gooden Kuntz would have had today about Josh Jones? Uh, not since about 2006. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mike, appreciate it, man. My man. We'll do this. Embed uh, it. Does tomorrow work? Same time, same channel? Talk to you then, Big Show. That's all it. Right. Mike Clemens joining us, our embedded green and gold football right. reporter. Sponsored by Chili's. All our green and gold updates with Mike are brought to you by Chili's. And they're three for ten, a starter entree and a drink for just ten bucks. With five crowd-pleasing entrees to choose from, it's never been easier to make the whole table happy. Together, we Chili's. This is the Wendy's Big Show, 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.